This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Good evening, this is the Chelsea Fancast. I'm Stanford Chidge and it's Friday night. It is time for our preview. A preview of the forthcoming game. And of course, because, you know, everybody plays every bloody week in the middle of the week, it's also a review time. Uh, Fulham versus Chelsea from Thursday night will be first on the agenda in part one. And then in part two, uh, we will be we will be previewing Crystal, the, the, well, the home match against Crystal Palace. So it is genuinely a, a preview show of two halves tonight. It might even be 45 minutes each half. And you never know, we might have a bit of weird World Cup refereeing, which will extend each part by 25 minutes. I, I can't, I don't know. You just, you never know where it goes. Uh, anyway, without further ado, I should interview, in, interview, introduce, <laughs> I should, yes, I should interview him for the position of co-host of the Chelsea Fancast. Hello, do you think I might qualify? Yeah, you're hired, mate. Well done. Who are you? I don't know anymore. You, you've got a mug with tea and a thumb up, so I'll just call you tea from now on. How's that? Oh, it might interfere with Tony. Oh, it might, yeah. That's a good point. And a lovely segue, JK. Who have we got on the show tonight? Um, we have the excellent um, measured opinion, occasionally passionate, making him unmeasured, but at the same time... <laughs> or unhinged, even. <laughs> yeah, slightly unhinged. Uh, fans' favourite um, number of times people say, oh, so pleased to see Tony was on the show, but brought it back to a kind of level of normality. And um, it is, of course, the fantastic grocer Jack himself, Tony Glover. <laughs> Good evening, and it's lovely to see you, J.K. Wearing that, what is that you've got on your head? Is that is that a hat? Is it a cap? Is it a snood? It's a beanie. One? It's a beanie, because I was watching Richard Osman's House of Games and Dave Jones, um, him of, uh, he's a comedian, but I think he starred in that Ken Loach film, um, the rather brilliant um, but bleak one. And he was wearing one. I was thinking, well, what, what is it? It's just... It's a beanie with the bit rolled down, is it? Yeah, it's just yeah, exactly. It's just nice oh. and warm because it goes around over, over your ears. Yeah. That's cool. See, I, I, yeah, nice to know I'm in touch with fashion. There, there you go. <laughs> it's a young person's fashion, but I've just embraced it. You know, well done. And I'll tell you what, I, I wore it last night with my daughter, who thinks, oh, by a wonderful moment with my daughter. She said, "Who's this Jeffrey they keep singing oh. for?" <laughs> right. 
Did you take said, her? Yeah. 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 She, she hates them losing. Mm. Don't we all? Every time I come and see it, they lose. I said, it's your fault. You're a talisman. Bad talisman. Now, this will be character building for her like it was for us, you know. Exactly. Yeah. I said, it's yeah. good. It's disappointing. You need to know that it's not all, yeah. all wonder, wonderment. It's, it's gloom and doom. This is disappointing. When they play well, you'll be happier. I told her that. Yeah. You Wasn't have to it? experience the bad to enjoy the good. 14 tomorrow. You just Every time I sing, I've been singing a bit. I have to say, I, I love... Um, na, 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 na. Ooh, I love it. And um, you are my Chelsea. <laughs> And, and I was doing all of that. Oh, she kept going, oh, stop, stop. You're so embarrassing. <laughs> very cliched way. You know, but... yeah. I, I'm going to start doing that on this show. I wonder if that would work. That'd be perfect, actually. Just say, as stop, your daughter... Stop, JK. It's so yeah. embarrassing. Yes, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I love it. I love it. All right. Who is, our, who is our, uh, our, our most important guest? Well, I can... <laughs> And I mean, fill in the gap yourself, you know, dot, 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 dot. There he is again, you know, with his great wit, charm, personality and um, and opinion. It is, of course, football.london's uh, absolutely excellent, superb journalist who puts us to shame regularly with his knowledge. Mm. It, he's shaking his head in a very, very um, magnanimous way, but uh, in a very um, uh, sensitive way. But no, no, you are absolutely excellent. It's Adam Newsom. Lovely. Hello, Thank Adam. you very much, how Hello, are guys. you? Thank you very much. You're right. Good, good as can be, I guess, given everything that's going on. Um, yeah, busy, but uh, but yeah. This is why I said to I, I had a chat with somebody grumbling. It might have been Kerry actually. I had a I had a a chat with him on the phone this week, and he, after after the uh, after the chat, he then messaged me to say, "Mate, we didn't talk about Chelsea." And I said, he said, that's the first time I think we've been on the phone and, and not talked about. I said, mate, there's not really a lot to talk about, is there? And he and he, and he said, oh, come on. And I said, no, you're right. I said, the, the great thing about Chelsea, there's always something to talk about. Always. That's what they're about. Anyway, so uh, without further ado, let's start talking about them. Um, yeah, as I said, Fulham uh, versus Chelsea review in part one, uh, which is now. What a strange, what a strange old game it was! What a strange old game it was! I mean, if we're gonna, if we're gonna summarise it, which I'm going to, Adam, um, errors cost us, injuries cost us. Felix, whilst looking, I thought really impressive for a good fifty odd minutes, the red mist descended, and then he cost us. So, a lot of costs in the costs column, but it, I don't, <laughs> I don't think that tells the whole story. Of the match, really. I mean, I, I, I don't think we was were as abysmal as we have been. No, I thought there were, especially the first twenty, twenty-five minutes. Um, there were a lot of nice uh, combinations. I thought Joao Felix brought out something in Kai Havertz. Uh, I thought they linked well. Um, but. If Lewis Hall scores, what was it, maybe two or three minutes in with that early chance, um, it's probably a very different game. And and suddenly maybe Chelsea building some momentum towards something again. But uh, at the moment, everything that can go wrong from a Chelsea perspective is going wrong. Um, it does seem very difficult to almost halt this negative momentum. Um, we've seen it before with Chelsea that when... When things start to spiral, nobody seems able to quite work out how to stop it beyond sacking the head coach, which, you know, as we, we discussed previously before going on, 
I do think this ownership want to break that cycle of, of constantly relying on what Petr Cech once famously called shock therapy, because especially maybe with this squad, I don't think that's sustainable. This squad does need changing. It needs improvements. It needs refreshing. Um, and yes, Graham Potter isn't doing a, a good job at the moment. He's, his job is to maximise the talent that is there. He isn't doing that. But that talent is is it has a lot of question marks against it as well across the pitch at the moment. So head coach not doing great, players not doing great. It's not exactly a uh, a winning combination. It's a bit of a shit sandwich, really, isn't it? I think that's the expression. Oh, I love that quote. Um, JK, let, let's let's look at the. I mean, I do want to. I do. I mean, you're, you're fan by actually, as always, utterly superb. But was not. I mean, I actually said to the chaps, I'm gonna I'm gonna always use the word chaps now, for for the WhatsApp group in honour of Luca. I think. So as I said to the I said to the chaps in the WhatsApp group, I thought you know, God help us, JK is gonna be absolutely melting down tonight. And I saw the fan bite, and it wasn't. I thought it was absolutely, you know, wonderfully reasoned and actually remarkably upbeat. But before we get into the upbeat bit, um, very disappointing, really, to see. I mean, Hall, you know, he's young. Trevo. He's raw, very raw. Yeah, he is. But, I mean, I've always said, haven't I? I've always said, look, I'm a big fan, a big advocate of playing the youngsters. But if you're going to play youngsters, you have to accept that they are going to make mistakes. Yeah. You know, and he won't do that again. Um, Trevor, I was actually more disappointed with, but you know who I was most disappointed with for the second game in a week? Cost us the match. Bloody Kepper. Mm. Awful, mate. Utterly awful. He's gone back, hasn't he, to uh, to likely to do a, an enormous error uh, in the 90 minutes that cost us a goal, um, which, I mean, you, you would hope that the management is aware of all the things that we highlight you know they've got all the stats and they've got everything before them you would hope that they know that he's deteriorating and they'll probably give mendy a go but of course mendy is injured the broke the finger isn't he finger and of course mendy when when mondi when mondi is actually playing uh in the first team he looks shot as well because <laughs> tony's uh, tony's showing us that he's got mendy's broken finger on his hand which is quite <laughs> remarkable really are you sure he wasn't just pointing which finger was broken was it or was he giving okay. me the? Oh, he's got, actually like, got a split on there. Seeing he's as you clearly split. want the attention, Tony, how how have you broken your finger? It was a goalkeeping injury. No oh, way. It's a goalkeeping well injury because well as done. you all all well aware, and I know you take the piss. Smoke hands. Play walking football twice. We've a yet week. to take the piss. Not yeah. once have we taken the um, piss. No, you haven't actually, J.K. To be no. fair, um, and I I I am the uh, if you like the I am the. Mm. I'm the, I'm the goalkeeper when they haven't got anybody else. Because oh, okay. I used to be very good at five-a-side goalkeeping. And I'm not bad now. But you, you forget, when you're playing walking football, some of these lads are in their 40s and early 50s or whatever, and they can leather a ball. And despite wearing the, the biggest pair of... Outside of Kenny Everett's false gloves, <laughs> these are the biggest gloves I could possibly find. Adam, look Kenny Everett up. You'll, you'll soon get the reference. <laughs> right. Um, and it just hit my hand. And now I have something called something stenovitis, also known as trigger finger. Oh, you got, you got what Roman had. When I, when I do that, <laughs> yes. yes. So if I do that with that finger, to get it to straighten up, I have to. And it might. A bit honestly, like Doctor Strange, love. 
Absolutely. Another the one for the teenagers. So I've, I'm now, yeah, yeah. My dad, my dad used to call that wanker's doom. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I always had a high regard for your dad. It's just gone up yeah, even more. Absolutely brilliant. <laughs> do you mind, anyway, if, we just, do you mind if we just get Andy. back to the football a moment? No, yeah. not at all. Um, thank you very much. Um, I thought um, I thought Felix was great. Yeah. Wouldn't I mean, let's be, honest, let's be honest. A, a, a class above. And of course, what I found absolutely dismal and really made me realise what the state of the the state of mind of the team is. They all went up a level. All of them went up a level when he was playing. And it just made me think, well, there's, you know, mentally, they don't really want to play for Potter because um, uh, because he, you know, he's the type of player. I've, I've said this in the fan buy and I've said this on Twitter. He's the type of player that we bought automatically. That was you bought a class player and he influenced everybody else. And in fact, occasionally he didn't get in the side. I think Oscar's an example of that. Who the, the kind of class about them. And you think, yeah, he's a class player. That's exactly what Chelsea need. And what Chelsea you expect them to have, and um, and yet it, he made the others play, as you said, Adam Havertz was a, a, a completely different player in the first um, first fifty minutes while he was on, and they formed a lovely partnership. Except Havertz should have scored. Havertz actually showed his uh, he dismayed me by um, um, uh, I've used that word twice now, but he annoyed me by being in a position where he should have actually got his his foot wrapped his foot run and hall has an annoying habit of getting the ball i mean great stuff to him getting in front of goal but hitting the goalkeeper it seems to be kind of a regular thing with him but uh, hall i think i i think hall considering hall's a midfield player i think hall does wonderfully however he is not as yet first team material it's like the the the, the row that i had with uh, the the difference of opinion i had with clayton about humphreys um mm. being played against man city it's i much, mean but he's much better than humphreys and um, uh, well, who is what? Sorry, Hall, what, Hall is much better. No, no, there's no think, comparison. Yeah. Sorry, I'm not. I'm not saying there's a comparison between. But I think them. he's more ready. More ready yeah. than Humphreys. Yeah, yeah, he's more yeah. ready. Exactly. Completely. I don't understand why Humphreys played. It's no good. Shout giving me a stat as Clayton did the following day that um, uh, you know he hardly gave the ball away and uh, he had ninety nine percent pass um, success. You know he played sideways and backwards and looked completely out of his depth. Should never have played against Manchester City. And I, not to hark back to a game that happened best part of a week ago, but from what I gather, originally he wasn't meant to be starting, and it was meant to be Cucurella was starting, and there was quite a, a late change. Ah, right. Well, was right Cucurella down. washing his hair or something? I don't know. Oh, I was originally told Cucurella was starting, and then when the mm. teams came out, it was Humphreys. So well, something. Well, we've gotten to Cucurella in a roundabout way. I mean, I thought the fifty minutes with uh, Felix is—I thought Felix was fabulous. Yeah, fabulous player. I mean, really, just you know, d- uh, faints, dummies, nutmegs, uh, runs, great running. Well, great J.K. Sc- 20, 20 goal attempts, ten shots on target. Oh, oh. Oh, but suddenly everybody was enthused by him. Yeah. And he gets, he gets injured. All the heads go down. The heads almost went down for the goal. But all the heads go down. Um, Havertz still gives the ball away. And and then we have... And, and Kovacic was leaning on his legs, on his knees all the time. He looks completely knackered. Kovacic gave the ball away all the time. Mm. Every single time he got the ball. It doesn't matter. He might have surged forward and beat somebody. He gave the ball away. Well, Potter, get him off. Put Gallagher on earlier than the substitutes you did. And we did all the usual substitutes. And uh, Chuckermaker came on and looked pretty good. And you thought, why has he left it so late? But um, poor old Cucurella, speaking of Cucurella, was hopeless. And I'm afraid that it's got to him. Absolutely got to him. And the, the trouble is, is there now he's becoming the scapegoat. All the fans 
around me were absolutely toxic. Well, you know why that is, don't you? Because he, he played for Brighton. Yeah, as well, it's really. like 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 Jorginho with Sarri. Yeah, you yeah. know, it's going to be the same thing. I, do you know what, um, Tony? I, I thought that uh, for me, the changing point in the match. I mean, it's it's obvious that Felix getting sent off was a game changer. When you suddenly go down to ten men, it's a different game, isn't it? But I actually think Zachariah getting injured was a game changer because, yeah. I mean, not not to say that Jorginho stunk the place out when he came on because I actually don't think he did. But I just think that he gives us something that, that, that Jorginho doesn't. And I just think it absolutely north the, the balance of the side up. And I think, Kinell, mate, what, what have we done to piss somebody off? Yeah. I mean, I'll, do you know what? I'll do it now because I, 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 I had, a, had a chunter about this earlier on with myself, as you do. Uh, we have an we have an emergency ward eleven as opposed to ten. Okay, I thought you'd like that. And our emergency, we actually have a full team out. We you could make a full team. All right. Admittedly, you'd have to have Chilwell as a, as a left centre back. But roll with this for a second. Mendy, James, Fafana, Chilwell. Okay, so that's your defence. Loftus Cheek, Kante, Zakaria, Pulisic, and then Felix Brozier, Sterling. You got a whole bloody team injured, mate. I mean, what is going on? It's I totally nuts. Agree. I mean, it, this is the debate I've been having on, on on Twitter and with um actually with my my Fulham supporting son-in-law last night. Um, ex son-in-law. Well, no, he's a good lad. He is a good lad. I mean, he was born in the area. He's lived in Putney, and and his dad's a Spurs fan, and he chose Fulham. Oh, well, so, you know, be, be thankful for small mercies, I suppose. Yes, yeah. exactly that. Um. But as I've said earlier, I, I, I'm struggling to think of a single coach, manager, uh, anywhere, who could deal with a complete side uh, in the injury room. And, you know, I, I even thought about it. I thought, you know, Pete Mourinho, he, he might have got you a little lift. Pete Mourinho, I'm not talking about the one that, that left us in, in, um, in 2015. Um, but even him, I think even he would have struggled with, with with this level of injury. You do have to wonder whether Gypsy Rose Lee has walked past and someone didn't buy some lucky heather from her, but uh, there, there, there's something not right with this. Now, I've not read anywhere that we've discarded our entire medical team and decided to go and get Katie Price's um, uh, doctor or something like that. So I don't think it's that. Cause a lot of these injuries were going on before this. Um, before Potter took over, um, and Kante has been a, a, a made of glass for three years now. I think is it forty-one appearances in three years or something like that. So I think you know it, it's a real tough one. When I look at the players that we 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 could have out there, and I'll include Kante in that if he was fit and robust enough, and Chilwell and James, uh, you just start thinking the whole shape, the whole look of the team starts to, to starts to change, etc. Um, and instead. A gamble with these youngsters. I, I, I was on Clayton's side about um, Bash Humphreys. I thought he was pretty much okay being lobbed in against a, a superb team. Let's face it, City are... Who then lost to Saints. That, that then 15 lost minutes at the start of the second half at Stamford Bridge, they tore us. We didn't touch the ball for 10 minutes, you know. Um, but the, the, there is the plus side of that, and I'm really struggling to find plus sides at the moment, is that the game time that Humphreys, Hall, uh, Hutchinson uh, and players like that are getting is is invaluable. It 
you know, as an experience, as something to tuck under your belt, as something that builds your character or whatever, absolutely, utterly invaluable. More invaluable than putting them on when you're winning 3-0 and you've already won the league. Uh, so I think, you know, for, as from a futurist point of view, uh, and putting that every cloud should have a silver lining in it or whatever, although at the moment it looks like every silver lining we've got has got a cloud, um, we're the other way around. But I, I do think this, the experience these youngsters are getting is absolutely invaluable. And we will see. I mean, Hall, when he came on for Cucurella against City the other week, again, going back to the game at Stamford Bridge, he was magnificent. He changed completely. Um, and Cucurella should have been looking at him thinking, hmm, I can pick up some stuff from that. Um, I'm, I'm massively critical of Cucurella. I was conned on holiday last year by my friend who's a Brighton season ticket holder into thinking... We were getting some player and, you know, uh, I think he's dreadful. I think he's he's, he's almost quadrado in, in, in the sense of just how useless and hopeless he is. But you're right, the injuries, Zakaria, that was heartbreaking yeah. watching him last night. I mean, the guy, for, for his slightly gangly nature or whatever, he tries and he runs forward and he tries to make things happen. You know, if anybody's got that, you know, badge-tugging mentality about him. It's him. And so to see him going off, I'm thinking, like, of all the players, you know, <laughs> not being funny, but if that had been J5, uh, had he started, you know, or whatever, I'd have been thinking, well, that, that's no loss. As as I'm thinking at the moment, Sterling's no loss. Mm. And there are Pulisic. other players. Yeah, Pulisic, no loss at all. Um, but Zakaria, dear Lord. I mean, he's one of the ones I would say convert the loan into a purchase because he's been so impressive but it's his attitude as much as he's got a touch of the um uh tony rudiger um defiance about him which i really like in a player like conor gallagher um i'm, I'm a little bit sick of us being mr you know mr fair play mr nice guy team i think i've had enough of that i'd rather see the, the old referee haranguing well, we, side. we've got felix mate he two foot yeah. people my well, kind of player well, i was gonna i was gonna <laughs> touch him but there's, there's nothing i can say that's gonna change anybody from from Adam and what JK have said the player he looked really good yeah, and considering he's had a bit of a a marmite reaction across social media as to whether or not he's the player we need um you know it's I, I thought, uh, he's one of the players we need one of the players we need but you know, they, a lot of people say oh we don't need him he, you know he, you know why 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 is Simeone letting him go if he's any good and all the usual stuff or whatever but last night I think he fell into the what I call the Gallagher trap which is trying too hard yeah. Um, to to impress and make a, an impact on the game because we all know Conor Gallagher will come on, and, and he has a tendency to leave his mark, which I like. Again, he did it against City the other week. Left the player flawed on the whatever the referee coming out of the world with him didn't get a yellow card. We thought he would, but the bloke in front of me was going, he didn't need to do that. I was going, no, he's leaving a mark. Terry, JT, people like that used to do it all the time. I'm here. Don't forget, I'm here. That kind of thing, and we're lacking that. Yeah. And, and you go back to what you've said earlier. Uh, about spine and spirit. These players are the ones that will have it. They need to control it a little bit better. But yeah, I, I, I'm at a loss. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I mean, it's, it, it, it was very sad for Zachariah. Adam, yeah. I, 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 a very favourite expression of mine was when, when people talked, well, it's attributed to Napoleon, who said, uh, you know, basically give me lucky generals, not not good ones. And, you know... We do seem to be, on Potter in particular, I mean, is he an unlucky general? That's kind of what I'm saying, really. To an extent, mm. yeah. Um, 
you know, as Tony said, when you're missing an entire eleven of players, there's there's not going to be many coaches who can carry that and and not be impacted in some way. Um, I I think there are big question marks about Graham Potter in terms of tactically. I don't think he's managed to implement any sort of coherent structure yet. Again, you can flip side that and say he's got injuries to really key players who help him in, in doing that in James and Chilwell and, and the like. I think probably my biggest concern at the moment, looking at the team, is there's nobody playing particularly well um, or no one who's maybe trending upwards under Graham Potter. You could potentially argue Zachariah, but of course he's now injured. The fact that Jao Felix had one training session with the with the group came into the team and was the best player on the pitch by a distance. I don't quite understand. It highlights because he hasn't like been co- he hasn't been coached by Potter yet. <laughs> but he he's now going to miss the best part of the month. So do you tell him don't come into Cobham? You, you've just moved to London. Go and have a look at the sites. We'll see you in three weeks when you're back for Fulham. Right. Um, that is obviously me being somewhat flippant. But the point is there. Um, he actually so, mentioned him, though, Potter, didn't he, in the post, post-match conference? He said, well, Jao's now not going to play playing for three games. And I, I, I wanted to, to confront him with that. You don't mention that somehow that this player who's just played once for you is somehow now a linchpin of the team. I don't get it. I don't get what he does. I don't, I don't understand his mindset. Um, I, I actually do think... It looks to me as if they can't really be bothered. I really do think, I don't think it's a question of of, of um, them not being up to it. I, I think the very fact that when Felix was on the pitch, they all went up a level, spoke to me of of that's what they can do. And they can't be bothered when with, with they, 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 they all go, their heads go down, but the effort isn't there because they don't like being managed by him. That's what I feel. I really, that's what the impression I get. Well, and they're, they're not downing tools. I just don't think that they're, they're inspired in any way, you know? I don't know if, and you know, Chidge is far more qualified to speak about the minds of human beings than me, but... Not, not this lot, mate. I'm not sure if it's bothered as to more belief at the moment. You see someone's like Jao Felix and it gives you that lift. It gives you a bit more confidence because you see someone coming in who's got something about them. The same when Reese James is in that team. Yeah, Chelsea played better when... It's, it's, it's a belief that you've got right, we've got this guy in the team. It's going to help us. Maybe it's going to change something. I know from speaking to people around players and speaking to players, the players are very, very aware at the moment of the negativity around the the situation of the club. Mm. They are. And that manifests itself in different ways. And I do think there's a lot of players struggling. We've we've spoken about Mason Mount's struggles this season. He's not where he is. Conor Gallagher. He played a lot better in the foot when, when Felix was there. Well, he played some lo- lovely yeah. triangles. With even with he played well, one with Dave in the corner. I was I thought God, he's he's all over the place. Playing really well. It's balanced, J.K. Isn't it? Suddenly it begins to click. Can I just read read to you boys what uh, the uh, distinguished Henry Winter had to say about this last night in his in his post match report and in fact a tweet. The first one is a tweet. Fulham look a team. Chelsea don't. Fulham understand their game plan. Chelsea don't seem to know what theirs is. Chelsea's defence would be even more of a mess without Thiago Silva. Yao Felix, good between the lines, but Chelsea needs a number nine. And in his post-match report, I thought this was even more uh, insightful. 
Potter undoubtedly looks out of his depth at Chelsea, unable to cope. This is really going to resonate with you, JK. Unable to cope with such a challenging dressing room and dysfunctional club. But this latest calamity cannot be laid simply at the the revolving door of the head coach's office. Chelsea's players were culpable for this reverse, whether through poor defending, notably from Lewis Hall and Trevo Chaloba, indecisive goalkeeping from Kepa Arethabalaga and indiscipline from Felix. Whether the Chelsea players are playing for Posse or not is a moot point, but they should be playing for the shirt. They should Mm. be playing for employers who pay them so handsomely. They should be playing for the fans. They let down the thousands of Chelsea supporters standing and suffering in the Putney end. And Jonathan. In particular, (laughs) in particular. You know, but I thought, you know, Adam, you know, you're a fellow scribe. I thought he nails that, doesn't he? I mean, JK's beaming. He's like, I wish I'd written that because because that's exactly how I felt, isn't it? He nailed it. Yeah, I think it's all fair. Yeah. And... uh... It's also another thing that JK can sue Henry Winter about because he's clearly (laughs) stolen his thunder again. You can't sue ideas, you know. I know, mate. I know, I know. Sorry, Adam, I I rudely interrupted you for for the price of a gag. No, that's fine. Um, I say it's all correct. I I don't know. I, I, I very rarely want to buy into the players not caring or not trying because these are very elite sports people who do want to win. Um, but that's my concern is that they are so bereft of belief right now or confidence for what, you know, for, for maybe a myriad of reasons. I mean, you go through that team last night, as, as you guys have already discussed a lot of Kepa mistakes. I mean, you can argue it's kind of an inevitability they were going to happen because he has defects in his game. Trev Chalaber, who's, in, in my opinion anyway, had a very, very consistent season up until last night. I thought, you know, he, he didn't have his best game and he'll accept that. Koulibaly, I'm not... Look, I was at his unveiling and he said, it's going to take me some time to get up to speed here. And I was like, fair enough, that's quite honest of you. But we are now in January um, and he, he was poor. He's not out, Cover- of, out of neutral yet, is he, in terms of the gears? No, dreadful. Really dreadful. Um, Lewis Hall's a kid. Kovacic, you say, really poor game. And, and on the back of a very poor game at, at the Etihad. Zachariah plays well, goes off injured. Mounts, not at the level he we know he can be at. Havertz isn't at the level that we believe he can be at because of his quality. He does have it. And you see Connor Gallagher. I think Connor cares almost too much sometimes when he comes on the pitch. Um like we know he's a boyhood Chelsea fan, we know he loves the club, and sometimes I actually think that is maybe influencing his game too much, and he needs a bit more clarity to it and what he wants to do. But wouldn't a good coach, you know, yeah, deal yeah this with is that? the thing. It is on Potter to then try and find a way to get these guys playing well, and and that is a big thing for me. That there is, as I said, there is talent in this group. We can all debate this player and this player and this player, but there is talent there. And he is not maximising that at the moment, and that is on him. I think we Gallagher... can get in, we can get into the debate about different players and whether or not they have long term futures here and, and whatnot. Aside from that, Gallagher is an example of that, isn't he? The Player of the Year at Palace last year, phenomenal, mm. played wonderfully, and we're not seeing any of that. We're just seeing somebody running around like a madman, 
each time he comes on, you, he's overdoing it. You can think, no, 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 you're going to get booked. Don't give the, and he gives the ball away, and you think he's, but he's there, and his, his stats are fantastic. It's twenty percent more activity than anybody else, but it's like, it's like a kind of sort of, you know, dervish. You just think, no, come on, mate, come on, just be. And, and I agree completely. I think it's because he supports, he supported the team since he was little. He so wants to do well, and as a consequence, you, as a supporter, I feel for him enormously because you can see he really does wear where the badge with his heart on his on his sleeve and the badge is so important for him but it it it, it it's not working in the same way that it, it didn't work when he came on at the beginning of the, of the city game and the the what do they have j5 and kovacic he he it they didn't work together as a team at all of midfield it, it's it is something and i'm i'm now beginning to doubt that he has a future at the club because well i i, I would like them to give him a future but i can see him being sold as 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 they've got to they've got to start selling as well haven't they from a, a, a financial fair play point of view they can't just buy all these players and, and accumulate mm. them they i mean i we keep comparing the uh the, the transfer situation to 2004-5 where um Mourinho um they sold abramovich sold 13 players and bought 13 players. Not that I think that financial fair play existed then, but that was the turnover. You know, they just, they decided that 13 players were surplus to requirements. Now, if that's going to be the case now, they better start selling them. I don't quite understand. But, but, but surely, 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 yeah, but it's going to be hard to get rid of, A, it's going to be hard to get rid of some of them because of how much they earn, but also because, because <clears throat> this is January. But I think that the answer for a lot of these players, that if they, if you can't sell them and they won't go, you just tear up their contract. If, indeed, indeed, and, and pay them to, off. But yeah. here's the thing: I just this links into something else because actually Miguel Delaney wrote a good piece today, um, and I mean he led into it by um, kind of debunking the 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 oft stated uh, issue of oh well you know it took Klopp ages to get it right. It took it took uh, here we go. This is what he said. He says. It's why Potter's appeals to how Pep Guardiola and Jurgen Klopp initially struggled aren't that relevant. Both had superb careers prior to their English appointment as well as an unmistakable charisma. Absolutely spot on, and again, something I've been saying. But he also mentioned about Arteta and that being a slightly different case. And what he said about that, which I haven't, I haven't quoted in here, but I can remember it, was again bang on. Arteta was doing Arteta I think had five points from 10 games or something like that at some point in the 21-22 season so actually worse than Potter's doing now and but he what he did he turned it round by getting rid of the players that he couldn't win over and they were the senior players the troublemakers the ones who were going to say you know show us your medals mate you know, what have you ever won as a manager? Or, well, we've seen that being there, done it, bought the T-shirt, we're not having it. Like Obama Yang, for example. He got them out of the club and he was left with a base of youngsters who were going to listen to him. And this is exactly what we were saying the other week, JK. This is what we need to do. We need to get rid of these senior players who are past it, not good enough, have never been good enough, and who stink the place out, cause trouble and get rid of managers. And until we can do that, we're not going to go straight. We're not going to start going back up again. And I don't think that's going to happen until the summer. Discuss. Mm. I agree with you. I think that, I think a lot of the noise we're seeing at the moment and across all, all the age groups of the, of the Chelsea support um, is, is simply because this is a unique position for us. Like you said, uh, under Mourinho, 
like even he couldn't stop whatever happened with the palpable discord last time. There was one coach in the world I would have said would have been able to sort things out and 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 get players running through brick walls for him and buying to the message. It was him, but he failed that last time. Uh, I've said it a, a load of times that oh, we are paying for the sins of the fathers here. This is a, a club that's never had anything that you would call even a medium term strategy. It's what. Um, uh, what Adam said is like, you know, uh, shock therapy. Right, well, we'll get rid of him and we'll get somebody else in. That'll give the players a kick up the arse. And you get that new manager bounce sometimes, not every time, but it, it, it works like that. This is completely different because this seems to be, I mean, I, and I'll get in, I get this thing with people going, well, they're not telling us what their plans are. Well, Roman Abramovich never did. Like, like when, when Roman was in charge, he never spoke a fucking word to the fans. Never. They never said anything. You never got anything unless you knew Bruce Buck. Yeah, and you might get fed scraps, but they were famous for having a Kremlin-like grip on the information and their strategy and their plans, mainly because I don't think they really had one. <laughs> um, and I, I, well, they didn't really, did they? It was, it, I've got some money, I'll throw it at that. How many of our coaches, since Roman Abramovich took over the club, have built their own squad? None. Not one. Because a lot of the players that Mourinho got in his first season have been bought the season before. Yeah, they weren't bought for Ranieri. They were bought with the view to bringing in Enfant Terrible, uh, Jose Mourinho. Not one minute. So every time, it's you're a great coach. We've read about you. So we want you to come in and do something with this. That's like asking the top chef to come in and make, like, what was that programme where he used to bring a bag of apples and a fucking bag of pasta or something and say, make a gourmet meal out of it. Make Coco Van out of that, you cheat. You, 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 yeah, you know. <laughs> ultimately, that's where we've, where we've ended up. And I think, you know, I, I'm not the most patient. I don't think any of us, irrespective of your age, because it's such a unit. We've had 20 years of unparalleled, undreamt of success. We've gone from a middle, mid-table, occasional cup-winning team from 97 onwards, yeah, uh, uh, because we had 27 years of absolutely art, 26 years of absolutely bugger all before that. Um, and this is new. And the, the, if the club are sticking to their guns on Potter, then fine. You know, at the moment, I would say to people, OK, if you didn't have Potter, would you have Eddie Howe? Because a lot of people were like, no, 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 he's not experienced enough. He's not doing a bad job at Newcastle at the moment, having not spent anywhere near the billions of what we have over the years. So I think there is a, a, a case for patience here. Our, our club needs to, we need somebody to come in. And I think this is where my issue with Potter is. Um, so I think actually Eddie Howe would be saying to the likes of, um, you know, Havertz and all this, you either butt your, butt your ideas up or you're out. I couldn't care less one way or the other because I've been given a carte blanche by the club here. So if you want to be here, you better start pulling your finger out, mate. And that can go to any number of the players. I'm not sure Potter's got that. I think Potter's approach is much more, you know, come on, lads, you know, we're all in this together, blah, blah, blah. And I think that's that's the issue. But we are paying for the sins of the fathers. And, and six months or eight months or whatever it is that Bowley and, 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 and that lot have been in charge is too early for us to start no. moaning about, leadership and all this sort of stuff well, it, we, we, I'm we're not moaning saying Graham Potter's the man, I'm not saying Potter's the man. What I'm saying is we're moaning is... about things we've been moaning about for years yes I and, think and trying are. to blame Potter for that yes I think so but because... but there are there are things that we can criticise Potter about and Adam yes, and I are talking and, about and, that yeah. that was my point I'm not saying he is he's the not right the messiah man. he's a naughty boy yeah 
but I'm not sure who is. And at this current situation, I'm not sure that there's anybody A who would touch the job, and B anybody will do a, 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 a better fist of it. That's a good point. You know? JK. Anybody would touch the job. Everybody would yeah, touch. Would. In fact, me and JK have both applied, actually, to be the, the, new, the new Lampard and Jody Morris. I'll leave it to well, you look, to decide which is which. Looking at JK's... Um, I'm going to be know, Frank uh, Morris. You're going to be... Uh, Jody Lampard. Lampard. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Do you remember, Do you remember though, who the other major player was in, in the race to replace Tuchel? Pochettino. Oh, yeah, Pochettino. Yeah. Well, we were talking which, about it on WhatsApp last night, have, weren't we? Which would have gone down... Like a cup of cold sick. Adam, I'm so, gonna I'm gonna wrap this part up because I know you've got to go in a minute, and I and I and I know I really should ask this question. It, this may this answer may take about a second, which means you can talk about what I interrupt you. you know, but <laughs> but uh, uh, what any news on the Chelsea presser news transfers front was the is the presser worth reporting on? Uh, it was done after the game last night, which is never ideal. But um, I mean, I, I pushed him on the injuries. I asked him. Are you well? To be fair to Potter, he said you can't just blame it on bad luck. So I asked him, "Well, what are you doing to try and stop this?" And he said they're looking at a lot of different things, X, Y, and Z. To which I replied, "Okay, what have you found? Have you found anything?" And he was like, "Well, no, not yet." Turn, so, turn, turn the Millennium Hotel into a hospital. So that was was probably the standout. I mean. Spoke a little bit about Miang saying he's still involved. Pulisic isn't going anywhere, obviously, this month because he's injured. Fuck. Um, so, yeah, there, there was nothing too dramatic from the presser. Um, Zayek on his way? Zayek on his way? Well, look, we can, we can talk around this now quickly. The ownership group, obviously, are still standing by Potter right now and are still being quite you know, firm in that. I don't know what happens if Chelsea now lose to Palace and, and Liverpool because... We know for well the noise will only intensify and the, and the pressure on him will grow. And, you know, this is a new ownership group after all. We, we we don't know how they handle in a stress test like this. Like it's, it's say, as we were talking before we went, we're not. There's no reference point at the moment for anything. So we are learning about how this, this group react to certain things. Um, he looked very uh, attractive at the Golden Globes, didn't he, Bowley, which he's now bought. Yeah, he does. He owns them, yeah. He now owns them. There was a big picture of him in his tux, grinning madly. So they've got fingers in so many pies. It's quite remarkable. It really is. They own so many companies. Um, yeah, but yeah, as you say, this wouldn't be something. But there's, I'm worried, it might be something. They might be used to dealing with some underachieving um, uh, purchases, which they then, you know, they let them run out and then see what happens. You know, I, I don't think they're absolutely clued into the idea of relegation. I really don't think this was hey ever... Hey, man, there's no such thing as relegation in the Premier League. Hey, indeed. I, I'm I'm, I'm worried that they don't get the whole idea of the, the kind of spiral of ineptitude that occurs in clubs that start going down. There's a kind of momentum and, and, and um, people grab don't grab onto the... It doesn't matter who you are. Once you're involved in that, all the other clubs seem to... to you know, you, you can you can get on this, this conveyor belt yeah. and you end up in the... It's really hard work getting we're, out of it. We're too good to go down, JK. Hey, I think I've heard that before, yes. Can I tell you something that will make your the what, what, what remaining hair you have left fall out? Um, oh, horrid. Oh, I know. Horrid. I'm sorry. I take that back. I love you, really. You know I do. <laughs> so um, rude. I, th- I thought that's why you were wearing a beanie. No, I'm wearing it because I'm cold. Oh. I've got the fire on. <laughs> I know. I know. Oh. 
Listen to this. This will okay. This will make your hair curl more. Uh, it'll make your moustache go grey. How about that? No thanks. Well, in the form table, this is a brilliant thing that Flash Score do. They they go back over the last five games, ten games, fifteen games, twenty games. Um, we all know what our form's been like in the last five games. It's been utter shit. Uh, but I think ten matches is a reasonable amount of matches. And in the last 10 matches, we are 14th in the league, below Forest, who are 13th. We've won two, drawn three, lost five. Palace are 9th in the form league, having won five, drawn one, lost four. So 14th, JK, JK, over the last 10 matches. You know, that is not good form at all. And is only, as you know, uh, four places above the relegation zone. So there you go. And if you went to 15 I, I, matches, it's only gone up to about 10th. I've been there, Chich. I've been, I've followed our team well, so long. You know, the 87, I've, 88. Yeah, indeed. Absolutely. We right. were too good to go down, mate. Yeah. I think there are plans and, and sort of semi-circling back to the point I was making. I mean, there are, there are plans to move on players. In, and I think it will come in the summer yeah. because it's difficult to find a market. There are plans to move on players, but senior players. There is there is going to be an effort made. I think you'll see them try and offload Ziyech. They'll see they'll see if there's a, I think genuinely think they'll see if there's a market for Koulibaly that opens up. They are going to be proactive in trying to reshape this squad. It's just how much damage I guess happens between now and then, mm. and. It's going to tricky, be tricky to make it attractive if they're in the championship, isn't it, really? I mean, that, they're not going to it's not that everybody's saying it's not going to happen. It really isn't, because, you know, I, I'm sorry. Oh, I, I'm going to say it's not going to happen. Yeah, yeah. I think you know, he'll, he'll, he'll get players back. Reese James will come back. Indeed, indeed. Ben Chilwell will come back. There will be, hopefully, a point in Golo Kante comes back. I mean, these players will come back, and there will be, of course, a difference. Chelsea won't. I think. I think that if it got to the point where Chelsea like they would get relegated, I think then they would act. Well, you know, you because, know, you know, they put a lot of money into this. You know what? One of my favourite people in the world, and Tony's, in fact, uh, who we know as European Bob on Twitter, um, he uh, he posted a post on Facebook uh, last night. And yeah. This is my attitude to us going down, which I I would find hilariously brilliant. He says, "Gonna put a put, gonna put on a coach to Plymouth away next season. Dressers only, no runners." <laughs> <laughs> He's a lad. He? he is a lad. Listen, Adam, I know you've got to go, so I'm gonna I'm gonna release you from your contract. Not not permanently. Like uh, I'd like to see Zh Pulisic Kulibaly, and I could be here for another <laughs> half an hour. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not a senior player. Yeah. Oh no! Yeah, yourself. exactly. You're. Still, I don't know. I. I think. I think you've. You've earned your. You've earned your. Your, your right for a permanent seat at the table. I don't, <laughs> I don't think you're a promising youngster anymore. I mean, you're no. You're no Lewis oh, Hallman. You. You've graduated. I don't, I don't feel your... like a promising youngster anymore. Am I one of the senior players who's going to get moved on? No, no. You're. A, you're. You're Aspie, mate. Your legs have gone, but we still love you because you're a legend. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why does he keep picking Aspie? Well, because he hasn't got... Because there's no one else. Yeah, there's there no one else. There isn't. There isn't, is there. 
I mean, this, I, is, this is the problem. There isn't the problem. anyone yeah. else. I mean, is there really is there really nobody who can play right wing back? Adam? He's got he's got five. Could play Dion ranking, I suppose. That yeah. that you could pr- promote Dion, but but then you get the counter argument of of Bashir Humphreys. Yeah. You put a kid in and he doesn't perform, then it's it's counter. I I had for football and I had to write a piece today about the team I would pick for for the game at the weekend. There was no team I could come up with that yeah. I was like, I'm, I'm happy with that. I'm confident in this team. There is not one because of the injuries and because of the players who are out of form. They're, and that is why I have sympathy for Potter because you cannot pick. None of you guys will be able to do it when you do the team. You haven't, seen, you have, you haven't seen my team, mate, and you're not going to because you're disappearing. <laughs> you're not going to be here for part two. You're going you're gonna to have to listen to the show and find out my genius. Chidge's I'm team is you, always you interesting. As a, I guarantee there'll be at least one player you're not 100% happy with putting in the team. Uh, looking at my team, I I, I would agree with you. <laughs> Probably, I would say there are three that I would, I'm would i not entirely convinced by, so, you know. But and, I'll, and I'll say this, though, Adam. None of them are those wankers that are the senior players who are stinking the place out, that's for sure. Adam, we're going to let you go because uh, you've got stuff to do. Always an absolute delight and pleasure to have you on board with us. And as I said, you are you are a mainstay of the team now. You are you are no longer a promising youngster, and you're not you're not a senior has been like me and J.K. So uh, and you are welcome back anytime, as you know. So have a have a cracking weekend. I mean, if you're around on Sunday, do pop along to our Cundy do. I'll try, mate. Obviously, oh, we've got loads of stuff to do. Yeah, I, game, I know but, it's a uh, busy time for you, but we'll be around for a while. So, I mean, hopefully, it'd be nice to bump into you at a game sometime. I've still not actually managed to it do will, that. It will happen. It will happen. It'll definitely happen this season. I'm there well early on Sunday because I've got loads of stuff to do, by the way. But uh, anyway. I'm, oh, okay. Yeah. I'll, drop, I'll drop your message. All right. Okay. Mate, have a lovely weekend and let's hope we, we get some points on Sunday and uh, yeah. we will see you again in a week or so, no good doubt. To, good to talk and see you again. Right. As well. Yes, no worries, guys. Take care. Lovely stuff. There you go. The fabulous Adam Newson from football.london there. Now we are going to have a short break and then we're going to come back and we're going to preview the Chelsea versus Crystal Palace game. Who knew? Cheech. JK. In all the years you've been following Chelsea, you hardly ever miss a match, home or away. But how would you feel if you couldn't be there and it's not on TV? Oh, Cheech, I'd be bereft. Inconsolable. The thought of missing my beloved Blue Boys live. <laughs> it's all too much. <laughs> I know, JK, I know. It's all a bit too much, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> well, panic not. NordVPN have come to the rescue. They have? Yep. NordVPN allows us to watch any match, even if it's not on live TV here. They do? Yeah, they do. With just one click, they switch your virtual location to a country which is showing the match and they act as your cyber bodyguard whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like card details and passwords. Oh, wow. Great. Uh, But yeah, I bet that'll cost me a fortune. Actually, JK, it's only the price of a cup of coffee per month and you can use your account across six devices. It's a bargain, JK. And best of all... No more tears for you. Oh, thank you. Thank you, NordVPN. I'm so happy. I could cry. <laughs> Where do I sign up, Jidge? Well, to get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Chelsea Fancast. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee, and you'll help support the Chelsea Fancast. The link is in the podcast episode description box. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. 
The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Fans, real I'm Jason Cundy, and you're listening to Chidge and the Boys on the Chelsea Football Fancast. Total nutters and proper Chelsea. Welcome back. This is the Chelsea Fancast, and of course, I am Stamford Chidge, and I am joined by the efficacious Jonathan Kidd. Hello, everybody. There we go. He's uh, come disguised as a Spanish person tonight. I think it's. Oh, no, 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 he's come no. disguised as Aspilicueta. No, I'm not disguised at all. It's because I said his legs have gone, but he's still a legend. That's why. <laughs> um, now I know. I know this bloke's legs have gone, and he's definitely a legend, isn't he? J.K. We have our, our the lovely Tony Glover with us. He's got a bad finger. He's got a bad finger too. Uh, yeah. I, I, I have, um, but you know it, what it has meant on a positive note is that I've been able to go out and play uh, outfield and uh, and show them exactly just how good I am. And yeah. I've had, I've really enjoyed it. I've been what I would call a uh, a kind of Dennis Wise cross with um, Michael Ballack. Mm. Yeah, I'm gonna I, I, I pop up with the odd goal every now and then, but. You know, or Fabregas would be a better one. Fabregas and Dennis. I've got a lovely ability to pay a quick pass into uh, into space um, for someone to waddle to get the ball and open up a chance because <laughs> we are walking after all. Mm. So, Chris Waddle. Yes, Chris Waddle. Yes, yeah, uh, yeah way, eh, man? Okay, I'm going to call Tony Tony Badfinger from now on. <laughs> yes, um, yes. Right, listen, quick plug before we get on with the preview of the uh, of the of the Chelsea Crystal Palace game for good reason actually, because there is something rather lovely and wonderful going on right after said Chelsea versus Crystal Palace game. And I tell you what, I can guarantee you one thing: it will be way more entertaining than the 90 minutes of football that you will be watching on Sunday. Uh, it is the next Chelsea Fancast live event at the Troubadour Club. Uh, and it's going to be, as I said, right after the, the Chelsea Palace game. 4.30pm is when we're going to start. Doors open at the Troubadour at 4. Uh, now, our special guest will be friend of the show, Jason Cundy. Lovely bloke. Jason played uh, 58 matches for Chelsea between 1990 and 92. He scored two goals, having broken through from the academy. And uh, he watched Chelsea from the terraces as a boy. So he's about he bleeds blue, this bloke. Uh, he was also Chelsea's Young Player of the Year in 1987. And uh, we loved him so much then that we, uh, we, well, as I said, we gave him the player of the year, but we compared him, well, we labelled him the club's best youth product since Ray Wilkins, so that's some accolade. Uh, now, Jace has, uh, he's, he's had a spell coaching at Chelsea's Academy, actually, back in the day, um, but he then went on to become what I would describe as an accomplished pundit for Chelsea TV and uh, talk sport. And in the latter, he does a fine job defending Chelsea uh, against a tsunami of red-tinted pundits and broadcasters. He's a very good mate of mine. We worked together long time ago in fact it's all my fault he's got such a great media career or that's how i sell it to him anyway um but he's very very entertaining very informative he's very wired into the club as you can imagine uh and, it, and he's great fun he's just lovely so and he, and he knows his onions does jason get a ticket join jason me and jk and actually a lot of the fan casters will be there 
Uh, there's a, usually quite a big presence of the usual suspects, so come and have a drink with us all. Uh, it's a lovely, intimate venue, the Troubadour. Um, there's only about 50 tickets on sale. We've got a few left. I mean, we've got a, a handful of tickets left, so you know, you've still got time to get them. Um, I don't know yet whether you can get them on the door. If I, if I know that for certain, I will post that on Twitter. So right now, assume you can't. So get your bloody ticket online now, all right? Um, and as I said, there's only a handful uh, left. And uh, you can get them from www.ticketweb.uk. Or if you're lazy, just go to the Chelsea at Chelsea Fancast Twitter page. And uh, the, the tweet with the link that takes you directly to buy the tickets is on that tweet. They're 20 quid. Doors open at 4. We kick off at 4.30pm talking about the Chelsea Palace match and a Q&A with Jason Cundy and his thoughts on his Chelsea career. But more importantly, I think from Jace, it'll be a good chance to talk to him about what he thinks about what's going on right now, which will be like gold dust, I would imagine. So looking forward to it, JK. You bet, Chidge. Yeah, baby. I like doing it. You and I have great fun doing it because we, we basically get to be on the stage and look important while we... Yeah, let, let, and do nothing, and let do everybody nothing. else run it. I know. <laughs> Apart from me saying, Dan, can you p- pass the mic to that person over there? That's about, <laughs> about the most sensible. I occasionally go, yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, they're really good fun. And I mean, apart from anything else, it's just a good chance for us all to get together and have a drink. And I think right now, at this particular moment, that's a very, very important thing to retain our sanity. Now, back to the insanity. Back to it. Yeah, Tony, you can't make it, can you, on Sunday? No, um, we're all the family over for Sunday dinner. Uh, grandchildren etc so um i'm 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 under contract to them mm, first never mind you'll make it to another i don't know who we got next actually I'm, I'm having to think about that anyway right chelsea palace review what do we always start with we start with what are now going to be indefatigably undeniably 100 percent categorically my team selection i am no longer second guessing potter or tuchel back in the day this is who i would fucking well pick whether you like it or not all right and this is my team, JK. It is. Uh, well, first of all, I, actually, one thing we didn't talk about in part one um, was I wondered if actually we looked a little bit better because we were playing with three at the back again. So I've gone for three at the back again. The slight change, as you said, my policy at the moment is to not play uh, players who are no longer good enough, has been to need to be got out of the club. So Kappa starts in goal. Uh, Chaloba on the right as the right centre back, Silver in his traditional position, and I think rather than that waste of space, Koulibaly, Badashiel. We've just bought him. He's a defender. Let's see if he's any good, shall we? So there we go. That's me back three. Uh, the back, uh, the middle four. Okay, obviously we've got no Zakaria, which is a great, great annoyance. Gareth, uh, Gareth, I've done it again. I do it every week. Lewis Hall, he's on the left side of that midfield. I like that. He's good. Chuck Wameka, I like him. No Zakaria, play Chuck. See what he can do. Kovacic by default, because frankly, there's not a lot of option. And we know he's a good player. My fear, as JK was alluding to, I think very eloquently in part one, is he may be absolutely exhausted having done his nuts off at the World Cup. Maybe that's the issue. But we do know he is a good player. So I'd stick with him. And I would start J- JK's second favourite Chelsea player, second favourite to Bashir Humphreys. I would I would select Hutchinson, really, because there's not really anybody else who I think can play in that kind of a position. And I'm I'm not necessarily convinced that these, these are playing as wing-backs either. This is a four-man midfield, but they are going to give us a bit of width. But I think actually with Potter, and actually with most managers, I think what you would would do is have Hall and Hutchinson 
go go come into a back five when we're out of possession. That you know when Adam asked me about well, I've got reservation have I got reservations about anybody? I do have a reservation about Hutchinson playing there because I don't think it's really his position. But there's fuck all else to pick. And then up front, uh really it's three up front, but it's basically Mount and Gallagher slightly behind Fafana D. Again, give him a go. See if he can do it. Havertz on his own does not work. Period. Obamayang is the biggest stinker of the, the, the remove here. Absolute stinker. So we can't I mean Potter didn't even put him on, on on Thursday night. So you know, you're not gonna play Obamayang there. Well I wouldn't. So that there you go. That's me eleven, JK. It's a good one, Chich. You like it? Yeah. I like not, it. Nice. Not, not gonna happen. No, but I like it. You yeah. like it. Yeah, it's a very good idea. What do you I like, like it. about it? Uh I like the uh the newness of the uh uh, of the pattern you've created and the blue shirts <laughs> and, and the green pitch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's revolutionary, really, isn't it? The markings. I like the markings of the pitch. It's on been. It. I, I I mowed it this morning. One man and his dog Spot. Is there any any um, scrumpy chidge nearby? There is. There actually. There are. There are. There are four bottles in my my shelf over there that were bottled on uh, New Year's Eve, that are fermenting away. Oh, brilliant! There you go. My dad used to make some when he was a prisoner of war, and he said the trouble was was they all um, everybody would nick it before it had fermented, just so they just wanted to you know to neck it as soon as yeah. possible. Yeah, you know what? You're right. The biggest thing about it is patience, and uh, all the books and stuff that I've read say, look, you can drink it. So, you know, basically, once you've bottled it, you wait a couple of weeks for it to to go through its secondary fermentation. Uh, and you can drink it then if you want after those two weeks. But they said, ideally, you need to wait three to six months. And I bottled some in mid-September. And I took a bottle down to Froome when I went off for Christmas. And, uh, you know, I'm a bit worried that I might kill people with this stuff. So yeah. I basically, we, on Christmas Day, after we'd had dinner and everything, I had, I had me, my two brothers-in-law and my nephew. I said, let's let's crack open my cider and see if we die. And uh, we cracked it open, litre bottles, you know. And I've got to say, mate, it was absolutely gorgeous. I mean, it's about, what, three months, four months in? And um, it was clear, sharp, fizzy. It's all the better fantastic. because you've made it as well, isn't it? That's yeah, I think that that helps, you know. But it was good. And the best thing of all is the latter bottles like these, because the apples were are on the turn, uh, it's it's more alcoholic. So these will be about 8%. Whereas the early stuff is about five, so I'll be loving it. I'll I'll bring some to the CFC UK stall. I'd love it. I'd love to have a. I'd love to try a little bit. Yeah, have a little thimbleful. Completely drunk by the uh, after the couple. Um, he'll he won't pick Biadashile. I don't think. Um, I think he'll pick Kulabali. Uh, I think he'll pick Dave instead of Chalaba. Uh, I don't think he'll pick Hutchinson. Uh, I think he'll pick um. Uh, who could he play on the right there? I think he'll pick pick Zayek if he's if there's nobody else to play. Um, uh, he'll play Chukwemeka, but just because Zachariah is injured, I think he'll carry on playing Hall because Cucurella is so so devoid of any kind of confidence at all. Um, uh, I think he he could easily play Gallagher instead of Kovacic because he, he was so obviously exhausted and so obviously just constantly giving the ball away that and all the attacks breaking down that I wonder whether even he with his limited approach to how players are playing which is one of my major problems with him is his persistence with 
as we've established players who are really not playing well enough, who we ought to give another go to someone else. I think this is a perfect example, Chidge. Indeed, Badi Ashile, how you pronounce his name, should be given an opportunity. I don't think he, he'll be given an opportunity, though. Um, uh, Mount obviously will play, but I think he'll play Havertz again. Um, and uh, uh, who else is left that could play up there? With I don't think he'll give Fafana a go. I think he'll bring him on. I think he may give Aubameyang a go this time, actually, unless Aubameyang has just, you know, decided that he, it, 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 Barca is his, his destiny in the summer, and he can't really be bothered. Um, well, once again, we don't know where the their where their attitude and heads are, you know, uh, which I, I I have a very low um, uh, appreciation of. I just think that they they really don't want to play for him. Some of them. So they're not, they're just going through the motions. But if, mate, mate, you know, if that's the case, and if he's supposed to be this, he's got a bloody master's degree in in, in empathy or whatever it is, yeah. you know, if he's supposed to be able to, to, to understand what's going on in people's heads, and if I'm him, I'm going to say, right, you don't want to play for me? Fine. You're not going to fucking play for me. You're in the reserves for the rest of the season. Fucking rot on there and take your think- money and then fuck off in the summer. I think there's an, an attitude you're supposed to have with emotion intelligence, which is that you you um, you can be slightly um, uh, acerbic in your approach. But I think most of the time you're supposed to be understanding. Yeah, so if a, I understand if, you don't want to play for me. So understand <laughs> this. Fuck off. Indeed, well, indeed, indeed. But I think Abami, I you think can tell happened. I'm a therapist, can't you? Perfect, perfect therapist. <laughs> um, I've got my well, football manager's hat on. It has to be said. I know. I, yeah, it, it, you are a man of many hats, and in this instance, it's a football manager. But I think um, Aubameyang may have said, "I'm not really interested in playing very much," and in which case he'll say, "Yes, okay then." And that's why he hasn't been picked yeah, because I yeah. think that there is such a lack of of um, confrontation in him, which goes with this this personality. Um, somebody was was uh, on Facebook uh, did a, a, a emotional intelligence course. And said that all the things he does when he speaks to somebody in the presser, like he gives them eye contact and licks his lips and purses, is a kind of thing you're supposed to do to give the to appreciate that you are um, clued into what the other person is saying. He said yes, that's correct. that's that's absolutely part of it. Yes, and all of these things. So it strikes me that saying to somebody, um, uh, you know, you're being shit, fuck off, is not in the nature of the man or in the nature. Of what he's done this degree in, and and so if Abamyang says, "I'm sorry, I wanted to play for Tuchel. I really don't want to play anymore. I want to be away," he will go, "Okay, then I understand." Yeah, he, he's not going to have a confrontation. He's not going to say, "Well, you're yeah, shit. You need to be playing for the club, and you're under." He will just say, "I understand." It, it's a it's a general thing. I mean, I did emotional intelligence course at, um, when I was in uh-huh. work, uh-huh. Um, and it was two weeks. It's it's quite heavy going. It it does help change you. It does help give you uh, the ability to not sympathise with the, the other person, but empathise with them and sort of put yourself in their shoes. So it's all about m- moving away from a kind of confrontational space or whatever. Um, it doesn't mean you can't ever do it, but I kind of understand that you're, you're more likely, it's a, it's a long way from the old um, carrot and stick kind of thing. It's, it's far more carrot, far more whatever, or far more, empathy and saying to somebody yeah look okay i i get that you don't want whatever so I'll, I'll let you go i'll let you go at the end of the season and there's no issue with that uh, no hard feelings off you go 
like like a lot of these things, there's no right or wrong, I guess. Um, it's just slightly different from your, if you like, your um, archetypal kind of football manager who probably isn't like that. But I think Pep Guardiola may well be in that kind of area. But, you know, the other managers, certainly the older school, would have been very much... Um, you, you do this. But I mean, Tony, I, I agree. And I think the interesting thing is, is that we're ending up at the same place, which is a bummer yeah. young doesn't play. Yes. And I, I mean, I think, you know, the reality, I, I, I as a manager don't want to play players who don't want to play for me right. or the team because they will be a liability. Yes. They will be a liability and like bad apples, they will spread a cancer or a yeah. canker even uh, amongst the other players. So I, I don't want them in my team because it is a and, team. And we, we, We've always said that on this fan cast. We've always said, get them out. If, yeah. if you, you know, what was the old, um, was it an Osman song? One bad apple, don't spoil a whole bunch, but it does. It wasn't you know, puppy love, that's for sure. No, no. Um, I was, I was struggling. I always think it's it Jackson was, um, 5. Jackson 5. Was Osmond, Jackson yeah. 5 was. Um, one bad apple, don't spoil the whole bunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me one more time. That was, they sounded like exactly like the Jackson 5. I think they were in competition. Oh, was the Osmond? Was it the Osmonds? Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know. But the point, I guess the point is, is that you don't want that negative influence in the club. And, you know, I think, um, you know, Obama Yang seems to have got the same attitude problems that got him out of Arsenal. Okay. And I, I hate to say it, but, you know, you look across at Arsenal, you see how Arteta, they kind of stuck with him, you know, when two years ago, Arsenal fans wanted him out. Piers Morgan wanted him out. Everybody wanted him out. They weren't doing anything. And then suddenly it clicks. Uh, you know, I'm not sure we've got the patience for that because we haven't had the years of barren. Oh, uh, I don't know if we're going to have a choice, old Bean. And that's the well, thing. Well, yes. Yeah. And that's interesting because, again, I think... Um, because we've come from such a unique situation, a unique ownership model, a unique uh, way of, of, of a club being run without any real financial reporting going on. We didn't have to go to the city. We did, but we didn't have to. We don't know how much of it was true and how much of it was uh, was smoke and mirrors accounting or whatever. It didn't really matter because, you know, um, these billionaires like, like Roman of, of ways and means of making money appear and disappear from different places you know they, they they've got the best tax advisors and lawyers in the world um this is this is all very different and you know i I've, i do find myself i mean i've got splinters in my ass from sitting on the mm. fence like this because part of me thinks and i hate it the other part of me thinks this is what i've been crying out for and saying well, we need exactly that exactly. strategic I mean, plan. I've looked at your team, by the way, Chish. Oh I yeah, yeah. I forgot to ask you, didn't I? Sorry, I think mate. It's fantastic. Do you I think, like, like it? It won't happen. Um, I've had a Eddie, uh, Mark Meehan's basically said that Hutchinson's playing in the development team tonight, so it probably won't be anywhere near um, the squad for for Sunday or the, t- the, the 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 lineup for Sunday. Um, but there's a, a lack of players that I have really begun to detest in your lineup. Mm. Um, and I like that. And I don't detest Aspilicueta. I think he's just going the same way as um, as Ivanovic did. Uh, you know, sadly he's in decline. We can all see it. Um, but it's you know he's probably gone on a few months too long with us. Uh, I love the idea. I, I still would stick with Kovacic. I think there was a real yeah. quality player in there. I agree. Um, uh, uh, I love uh, Chaka. I can never pronounce it, but I'm going to call him Chaka because I quite like that anyway. Um, I'd love to see Badia Shield. You know, we will be up against a team that have hit a rocky patch, if you like, but they have got some very good players. Elise is wonderful. I think he's just one that he's going to be an absolute star in the future for, for France. 
And whatever you think about Zaha being a moaning mini, the man can Good run pace. Um, and, and he pulled on a blue shirt this January. I don't think I'd have been too upset with having someone with his attitude in the team. Mm. Um, so I think, you know, Vieira's a wily old. So he's, he's learning his trade to a degree. He's no doubt moved Palace on from uh, the kind of rather dour Roy Hodgson years or whatever. Um, so I think, you know, a team full of youth spirit, and maybe that's what we need at home. Maybe players who, instead of kind of succumbing to senior player and the pressures and, and what they what's expected of them, a bunch of young bucks who basically are all like Joe Cole when he first came to us, which was, I don't give a shit. I'm going to go out there and show you what I can do. Okay, well. Yeah. And I kind of like that. I'd like to think the emotional intelligence within me likes to think that's what you could instill in these players is go out there, fucking show them what you can do. Crack on with it, uh, you know, and stop with this. This fucking. I've got. I'm going to mention it. This, this of every game I've watched this season, I hate it. I hate. I hate. I hate. I cannot tell you how much I hate this bollocks with goal kicks going in the box to players. I fucking hate that. And I ha- and I watched it against City and Bournemouth and everything. Uh, and, and I've said it before. It silver to Cucurella, back to silver to Cucurella, back. It's like a game of I'm doing this. I've got a fucking I'm a, I'll be wearing a brace on my neck if I keep watching them two pass in between them. Fuck, fuck. I love Silver as a defender, but he doesn't move forward. Cucurella has turned into one of them fucking Doctor Who statues. It's like someone's what they call them the ones that if you blink and you look at them, they'll fucking like that. I can't remember what they're called now, but it's unbelievable how a player who was Brighton's forward running, bloody bombarding player, whatever, has turned into a fucking statue. Oh. I mean, the only place I'd put him now, I'd put him on the fourth plinth at fucking Trafalgar Square. I agree. Um, let's talk about the form. Um, Sorry. No, that's all right. No, mate, I, I'm just lost for words. Weeping word. Angels, that's the one. Someone's okay. just reminding right. me. Weeping Angels. I'm lost, 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 lost for words on it. Um, our form, shocking, as we know. Yeah. Uh, we've lost six of the last eight. Uh, we've got 25 points from 18 matches. That's the lowest since 2015-16 season with Jose. Six points from nine games is Chelsea's worst spell of form since December, February 1994-1995. Uh, we got, we then got uh, six points from ten. So we lost the next match. Uh, uh, so there we go. So that's 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 food for thought. Uh, more, you know, kind of pertinent to this. Uh, here we go. Uh, it's our seventh defeat in the season, and that's already more than the entirety of 21-22. Potter's win percentage is 42%. That's the lowest of any of his predecessors since Gus Hiddink. Uh, so there you go. We're in great form, basically. Uh, Palace, though, you'll be delighted to know, are also in sh- sh- absolutely shocking form. They've suffered more Premier League defeats against Chelsea, 21, than any other side, including the last 11 head-to-heads in a row. And they were obviously dumped out of the FA Cup by Southampton 2-1 last weekend, marking a fifth defeat in six matches. Uh, And they've picked up just three points when facing sides currently in the top half of the table, which we just about scrape into. Um, The other thing that really fascinated me about them, there's been just 17 goals in Palace's eight away games this season, the lowest total in the Premier League. So they don't score many and they don't let many in. So both of us are in pretty shonky form, really. Um... Overall, uh, Chelsea versus Crystal Palace in the Premier League, so playing them at home, 
uh, we've won 10, drawn one, and lost two. And I looked to see when we lost the two. One of them was in 2015 under Mourinho. One of them was in 2017 under Conte. And you couldn't find more contrasting games, although they were both lost. We lost them both 2 1. Uh, in the former, in 2015, we were 13th. Uh, and it says here, Chelsea had now taken only four points from their opening four games of the 2015-16 Premier League season. Of all the previous reigning champions, only Blackburn Rovers, three points in 95-96, have made a worse start to the defence of their title. They'd now conceded nine goals in their four league games, uh, more than any uh, of their previous opening four games in the Premier League. This was Jose Mourinho's 200th, 200th Premier League game in charge of Chelsea and only the second defeat in 100 at Stamford Bridge. So that was the start of the Mourinho rot. The other one in 2017 was under Conte, and you couldn't have a bigger contrast. We were first at the time, and it was in April, so we were on on the march to winning the title, and this was a blip. Uh, We lost to United, I think, uh, later on, but that was it. We conceded two goals in the opening 11 minutes of a Premier League uh, game at Stamford Bridge for the first time since October 1995 v Man United when we lost 4-1. This, this was the first time that Fabregas had been on the losing side in the 43 Premier League games when he had scored. Uh, he'd, we'd won 34. All five of Chelsea's defeats in all competitions so far in this season have come in games played in London. Uh, Loftus-Cheek replaced Fabregas in the seventh minute valid time in the second half and Chelsea manager Antonio Conte said... When you concede goals in that way, you must understand the situation, improve on these mistakes. In every game in England, anything can happen. The league is so strong. We face a team today with strong players. So that's when we last lost to them. Um, JK, uh, it being that I don't don't think I put the league table up, which is a bit stupid of me, but uh, um, the bottom line is that they are, I I will find out while you're talking, but we're we're pretty close to them. That's the bottom line. is this a six-pointer? Uh, yes. Yes, completely. Um, uh, I've watched them a few times, bizarrely. <laughs> no one normally says you've never seen them. But um, I'm interested in them. I just, uh, I don't know why. I, 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 I always think he's trying something out, Vieira. And um, mm. and uh, uh, he's got some decent players that, um, uh, Ezzy, however you pronounce his name, is pretty good. Yeah. And... Um, uh, Edouard as a forward is also um, very, uh, very accurate, hits the target well. And um, he scored a terrific goal against us, if you remember, um, uh, in the away game early on, the one the one that Gallagher came on and, of course, scored a, a blinder. Zaha um, can be very slippery. I've always been a fan of his. Occasionally he gets a bit queenie about stuff. Uh, Ayu similarly is a... Is a very decent player. Um, doesn't score a huge number, but actually just cements. He's a great cement for them. Um, Gerhi, I don't think, has completely fulfilled the the form that he had at Chelsea, but is a uh, is is improving. Um, uh, who is it? Mateta's a decent player. Schlupp. Um, I remember when we had a guest on once said that he, uh, a Palace guest said that um, when Schlupp played you knew that they weren't going to win but I, I I think he's he's got a bit better than that and they've got of course Will Hughes who seems to come on as a substitute quite a lot who was always uh, um, he, I can't remember all the teams he's played for um, he, he was always uh, um, uh, he, he was always coming he was, he was always popping up 
playing for who's he played for? He's played for um uh when was he young player of the season? God, I can't remember any of these teams he's played for. Has he played for um help me out here? Um Hughes, bloody hell. Do you remember who he, I think was it Norwich he played for? He's all coming on. Was it Derby? Who are you talking about? Will Hughes. Yeah, Will it was Dar Derby. Derby, wasn't it? Always a decent player. Seems to that doesn't doesn't hasn't cemented himself into the side, but is um is is always decent. And um uh I've they you know they've got some decent players, Chidge, and I, I'm I'm um they just need to sort of you know, they have a plan. And uh, I'm afraid I don't think we're going to survive because I think they'll battle more than us and our heads will go down. That's what I'm finding very difficult to deal with with the team at the moment is the um, if they score, you can just visibly see the team wilt, mm. which is a, which is a real a real sign of a team that's um, just not together. And yeah. and and, and, I, and I, as we keep saying, I think it's too soon to say they'd be relegated. But if they weren't so many injured players to come back and this is all we were dealing with i think they'd go down without any problem whatsoever because they've got that kind of defeatist feeling about them as a team chelsea at the moment but um um so i i i don't think they'll win on sunday i don't think they'll win against liverpool and i don't think i think they'll lose them all and i think they'll lose against fulham but i think by after that there may be some players coming back and so i think we'll we'll then recover because uh, uh, they just seem to be so weedy that you get a decent player comes in the side, like um, Reese comes back, and I think they'll raise their game. And I think this is what's going to happen. So I think the end of the season will start winning. But at the moment, I, I can, I'm looking forward to a really inept, inept performance um, just because I can't see it, you know, recovering from this. And I think, you know, I, he's, he's not a mug, Vieira. He'll find a way of playing against us if he thinks we're not playing very well. Um, and uh, and he'll turn the screw, you know. And they've got decent plus decent decent um, Watford. He played for as well, didn't he, Hughes? I remember now. Um, they've got decent um, they've got decent players, Palace, who can come up to the to the mark. Um, and uh, you know, if Zahar has to take on Dave, if Dave's playing, it's it's. I'm sorry, there's only one winner here, and it's Zahar. Yeah. Um, so because Rick um, Reese would have him in his pocket. Absolutely, completely no problem at all. As we've seen in the past, yeah. Reese has completely had him in his pocket. He's done nothing, done nothing. But with the, with the state of play at the moment, and if he plays uh, Chalabar, similarly, who was dreadful during the week. I mean, my goodness me, worst performance I've seen him play for Chelsea. Yeah. Actually, I think I think when 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 uh, Trevo gets a run, he's good. It's yeah. when you when he hasn't played. For, I think he gets rusty. Well, it, it's a... the sporadic quality. I don't understand why. He wasn't picked earlier on instead of Aspilicueta. We kept saying this, didn't mm. we? The fan cast. We kept saying, "Why is Dave playing? Why isn't Chalaba plus playing right back?" You know? Hey ho, Tony. I mean, is this a six-pointer? And I think more to the point, mate. You know what are what are the ramifications uh, of another defeat? I mean, I personally, I think Potter's here, and I think he should be here until the end of the season, frankly, because I don't think getting rid of him is going to solve anything. No. I mean, I do accept, and I've always stood by the fact. I, I don't, I don't know whether he's, you know, necessarily. I don't know necessarily whether he was the right person to appoint to rebuild the club because I do think actually that should have been given. I mean, you know, like Liverpool did with Klopp and City did with yeah. Guardiola. That's the direction we should have gone in. But I mean, the reality is that's who we chose, and unless you've got somebody of that ilk to come in tomorrow then you don't get rid of him because it may, it, it's not going to make any difference. 
you know, and no. you'll, you'll just end up repeating the process, which we go down the Roman angle again. So I don't think they're going to get rid of him, and I don't think it really they should do at the moment. I think the underlying structural structural problems ought to be sorted out first. But that said, that's just what I think. What do you really think the ramifications of another defeat well, will be? Number one, I think what you've just said has moved me into the magic ratio of 52 to 48 in favour of Potter staying. Um, uh, and as we know, that is now after Brexit referendum. That is the it's binding, mate. It's binding. Yeah, yeah. Um, binding, absolutely. Um, and I agree. Look, we're at home. Um, we haven't been a massive force at home. You know, uh, the fear factor of the old days when Jose was in charge and you just knew if a team scored, even with, you know, 70 minutes down, you'd think, oh, you've scored too early, you mugs. Uh, we're, we're not that team anymore. I take what JK says. The, the, if, if Palace score, the heads drop. We haven't got a proper, and I, and I mean this in the nicest way, we don't have a, a real leader out there. I don't think we've got any real, you know, uh, a proper, what I would call leader who would, you know, JT wise or, you, you look at players like, it was interesting to see some tweets from, I think Kathy, I think her name is, uh, Cahill was at the game last night. You know, there was a bloke who got roundly slaughtered for mistakes. Never let his head drop. Never. Always came back. Always, always gave 100% for that shirt and won a Champions League final with only one leg working, really. Um, and I think we, we, we lack we lack that at the moment. If we lose on Saturday, I mean, I think our next game's Liverpool, isn't it? Is it? It's our yeah. next game, Liverpool? Yeah, yeah. Um, then we're in, you know, as, as, as poor as Liverpool seems to be at the moment, you know, we're a long, long way from, from getting anything at Anfield. And so I think it's important, number one, because not just because it's Luca's uh, farewell, um, I think it's important for the fans. I think the players need to to, to really just, oh God, I've got a big pot rush here and stick together. They need to be a team, which is what we've seen lacking um I, I think potter probably needs to move out of emotional intelligence um look guys i know you can do this to fuck's sake get out there um because you know we need this the fans need this the club needs this um winning against palace will keep uh, keep um, the wolves at bay for for a little while longer i think you're right i think possibly changing it now will make zero difference. My biggest fear is is that we end up with uh, a fat Argentinian waiter instead of a fat Spanish waiter, if Potter goes. Um, can you copyright that somewhere? I will. Uh, F-A-W I've come up with there. Um, I, 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 we should be, in a way, sort of celebrating the fact that, that football is so up and down the roller coaster and we're, we're at the bottom of one of the, one of the uh, the, the inclines at the moment. Um, JK was right. You're going to get players back, I think, who will, will change this. I will say this. I've never been on this fan cast and ever heard JK say anything other than we're going to win 3-0, 4-0, 4-1. So so this is a first for me. I feel like I've I've come on to... Uh, this is like a piece of history for me. <laughs> the, the, the general pessimism of JK has is, is, is taken me a little bit by surprise. But I think we all know where we are. It's I think it's a reasoned voice. It's because um, they're playing so badly. Tony. Yes. Yeah. And and I, 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 I get this. I would rather we were playing some sort of route one 
get it out of the bloody penalty box rather than this far arsing around at the back with players who can't you know playing it out from the back from goal kicks or whatever is fine if you've got the players and you've got the ability and the pace to to move forward at speed we don't have that we haven't got that because the players who might enable that and let's face it i brought it up on the last fan cast or one of the fan cast was earlier this year where silver um totally ignored ben chilwell for almost an entire game um by not passing it out to him on the left um even to the point where Kepa and Chilwell went over and had a word with him and said, what are you doing? He's over there in space. Um, so I'd like to see some movement up the park. I think if we did a bit of a Wimbledon attitude on, on, on Sunday, um, then we could upset Palace, who will be trying to play football. Sometimes I think you just need to, to keep it simple, stupid. Mm. All right then, boys. Where do we, how, we, how do we think it's going to pan out, JK? Uh, we're going to lose three one. Three one. You, you, is, that, is that a bit optimistic for you? Okay, four one. No, seriously, three one. Three one. I really don't. I, I, I. Well, who knows? But I, I don't see that. Tony. No, I think we'll. I think we will win. Yeah. I think it'll be one nil or two one. Um, I don't. We're not going to go on a goal spree because we just haven't got the players um, to. To do that, you know, even if we went a goal up, we don't have a killer instinct to go and get second, third or whatever. Um, I think if we score first, Palace will be psychologically in the same place as we would be or as we were last night. How shit must you be? We've scored a goal. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's important that we we pick pick up on that. Um, So I will go with a narrow Chelsea victory. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 you know, as always, as always, it's going to depend hugely on who starts the game. I mean, my, my guts tell me, I mean, you know, my in my wildest dream, the team that I suggested isn't going to start. And I know that. And I think I think the both of you are quite right. I think, well, I mean, be, I would be very interested to see if he plays with a back three again. But I think with Zakaria out, that might have stymied his plans because, as I found out, there's not a lot of choice in terms of who plays on the right. But having said that, you know, he could play and he may well play Ziyech. And I think this is the difficulty. You know, if he does play the likes of Koulibaly, if he does play Ziyech, if he does play Jorginho, if he does play Aubameyang, which actually he's probably very likely to do, or even Havertz, you know, yeah. these these are players that have been stinking the place out and look like they don't give a shit. But we also know that they are capable of putting in a in a in a performance. That they 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 are not in and of themselves shit hopeless. Pl- We've seen shit hopeless players at Chelsea many 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 years ago. These are not shit hopeless players. They're all very talented, very talented, very good players. But they need to show it. You know, they need to do it, and we know they're capable of doing it. So. We just don't know. They are they are like Forrest Gump's box of chocolates. We don't know what we're going to get. Um, but there you go. I, I refrain from doing the Forrest Gump impersonation. I I I I'm a believer, mate. I'm a believer. I'm I, I never give up. I'm half, I'm glass half full. A uh, glass of Guinness half full, preferably. I think it's going to be an emotional day. Um, yeah, yeah, get in early, people. By the way, because at one forty they're doing a a massive tribute to, to Luca Viali and they're going to have a lot of Luca's former team plates on the pitch joining in for that. So I shall be cutting down my pub time and going in there early, getting a bit teary-eyed during the Luca tribute. Yeah, so. and, and hopefully that will rub off on the on the players and they'll put in a performance for us. 
But I don't see why we can't win 2-1. So I'm going to go for 2-1. Because Palace are in shocking form as well at the moment. They're yeah. playing like a bag of shit. Maybe this is just what we need. And I think JK's been saying this consistently for the last few weeks, haven't you, JK? That a lot of this is confidence. Yeah. Well, yeah. It, it, it's a confidence that comes from winning, isn't it, as yeah. well? So, um, you, as I say, yeah, when Fulham scored, you just saw the energy just seep out of them last night. And then when we, when we scored the equaliser, we looked brilliant for 10 minutes and then Absolutely. fucking Zachariah got injured and Felix got sent off. But, you you know, they're, they're, they're low on confidence at the moment, you know. Um, but, uh, you know, I, it's nothing a win won't. Uh, won't help I mean the other thing is boys I mean I know I was away in Lanzarote but I did watch the, the City home game and I thought we played really well in that you know we played we well we did you know? we just 10 minutes I think at the beginning of the second half where we didn't get a touch of the ball yeah and also another, another error I mean this is this is the other thing yeah. we didn't really talk about in the body of the programme here but and I mean this is something that was symptomatic under Frank and Tuchel you know a lot of these players are prone to brain farts and errors and yeah. errors cost you games. You yeah. could say Kepa cost us against City and against Fulham. You know, yeah. you could say Trevo's error cost us or Hall. I mean, you know, if if you have players consistently making mistakes, you're going to lose more games than you win. Yeah, exactly um, that. But that's that, that's an argument discussion for another day, I believe. It was one that Frank often brought up. Yeah. Frank Lampard, he often used to say, you can't, you know, I think he's, he's, he's having similar issues at Everton now where, you know, it... You're going to get penalised for unforced errors, and that's 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 the issue, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's the unforced errors that we're making, and I think you know when we, the, you know, the more like you said, I think as a confidence thing, I think we need that. You know, it could be the right game at the right time. If well, we lose, Christ only knows what's going to. Well, I mean, next. I mean, I mean, that I, I, we do need to wrap up. I don't want to get into an yeah. extended chat about it, no. but we've got Liverpool next week. Liverpool's yeah. form's shocking at the moment as well. They look yeah. bang average at the moment. Yeah. So, you know, let's see. Let's get a win on Sunday and let's see where we go from there. Yeah. Um, I'll be there. I'll be cheering them on as usual. Uh, and uh, I've got some things to do in the morning. Um, I think I'm laying a wreath uh, for Luca with the Supporters Trust. Uh, what else? Well, I'm going to go and see the tribute, obviously, because that will yeah. be unmissable. And uh, then, of course, afterwards, we're going to be at the Troubadour, me and JK, a lot of the other fancasters. Uh, and we're going to have Jason Cundy as a guest and uh, have a nice post-match wind-down, win, lose or draw. It'll be worth coming along to. So if you, if you, if you haven't got a ticket yet, hurry up, because there's only a handful left, about 15, 20 tickets left. So please come along. You'll love it. And it'll be good to see you there. 20 quid, ticketweb. ticketweb dot uk i think it is you can find it there but anyway it's on our it's on our twitter uh, on our twitter feed so if you want to find the link go there brilliant boys you've been absolutely superb as always tony lovely to see you mate i, I hopefully we'll see you sunday yes uh yes you will do and it's a shame i can't get along i, I, I will have a cursory investigation as to whether or not i can wriggle out of, of, of everything on sunday but um i would that's not even hitting the magic ratio of 5248 so <laughs> no, no don't worry about it mate we'll get you to another one but uh, i'll see you in the cock no doubt yes indeed you will jk brilliant as always my friend and uh, i look forward to seeing you on sunday i shall be there chidge we will be seeing each other we will we will we will and we talk all about it then right that's great uh we will be back of course to report on all of this on monday for the main chelsea fancast show with me, JK, of course, and uh, the lovely Marco Worrell will be joining us. So there we go. That's an unmissable one. 
Uh, we'll obviously be looking back at the match against Palace. And that's it, because there's no midweek match next week. So it'll just be... Well, hey! Well, hey! i tell you what there is, though, JK. We have had loads of brilliant emails this week. And another one from Brian Wolf. Well, should we just not do the show and just read the mail? No, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna. We're, <laughs> do you know what? The worst thing is, is we're gonna have to do it twice because we're gonna talk about it with Cundy and then we're gonna have to do it on Monday as well. Okay. So let's hope we bloody well win, eh? Yes, indeed. Yeah. So there we go. We'll be back, as I said, on Monday at seven p.m. Do join us then. Thanks for listening tonight. See you next week. Until then, keep it blue, keep it carefree, and keep it Chelsea. Oh, the Chelsea! But anyway, let's hope you win now. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.